Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. Join us as we discuss The Division. The Division. The game that really makes me want to ride a bike. Around the snowy streets. All the rubbish, doing ollie over the barricades, yeah. roll down the street. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I want a bike. Because then you yes. could like be shot off the bike at high speed and like go crashing into things as well and take damage, yes. like as a bit of a risk reward kind of thing. Yes. But at least you'd get around the city faster. I don't. It's not even a. F- it's not a speed thing necessarily. It's a um, a fun thing. A it fun back thing. To me. Well, come back to the same thing, Tony. It's not about traveling distances through the world. If I can do it when in it's a fun, fun way, in a fun way, you know that I yes. enjoy. But running um, is not fun. Not. No. The mantling of the objects is quite impressive, though. That is part of why it is fun. Yes, agreed. That the mantling is like something to do while you're very traversing. Slick. Yeah, it's very slick. So I mantle over everything. Hmm. Uh, it also provides opportunity for one of the two best things to shoot in this game. The first thing being tires. Yes, the best thing to shoot. And then the, well, the second best thing, best thing to do while traveling. Okay. The number one best thing to shoot in this game is the tanks of the flamer guys. <laughs> yes. 100%. Yes. Those guys, every time that, that tank goes, catches on fire and explodes. It's very <laughs> rewarding. Um, but yeah, just like getting around. I guess it's not only getting around in the game and like the bike and stuff like that, because you've got the whole collection issue as well you're constantly like having to dig through all these collecting things collecting things collectathon kind of stuff which also i'm just a bit no, i don't mind I'm a co- i like lots of things to collect yeah and they're easy to see they come up on the mini map it's, it's not, like not you the hunt for them you know what that's something that's something they actually fixed in division two actually it's the you find something yes and then we're over here yeah, you, you need to, to wait go, oh, yeah. while we come back over and do that yeah loop of things is Terrible. Now, one person finds it, we all find it, and I think that's a good balance to have. I still want a bike, though. You know, when you've and already group, been through Group an area. finding and a bike. Yeah. You want the world, don't you? I do. Yeah. I do. Well, I said Division 2's got the, got the group looting. They and put that in there, and that's, you know, no, no, no bikes. Bike. No, I don't... Not that I've seen. What about a hoverboard? Ah, oh, well, now, now we're dreaming. Yes, <laughs> yes, Tony. A hoverboard would be fun, therefore, yes. Yes. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to add to combat. I and mean, if you get shot on it, you still fall off into a heap on the ground, take some damage. So, the yeah. risk versus reward, yeah. fun. When Astroneer added in the hoverboard and the other mo- get parts of getting around, like, you know, it makes it make getting around more trivial in some ways. Yeah. But more fun. So much more fun. Yeah. yeah. And that's the most – because ju- take massive jumps in the air and then you got to kind of glide down so you don't splat on the ground yeah. and stuff and you – Go into a bounce weed and it flings you off somewhere where you're expecting. You know, <laughs> fun, Tony, fun. Um, uh, but uh, aside from the collectathon aspect of it, it was we had a good session. Well, I felt like I needed a warm shower to get all the grunge and snow off me. Virus contam- contaminated. Well, no, areas. nothing to do with the virus. Just, just how grungy the game world feels. It looks dirty. It very looks very dirty. And the thing that I found interesting is it had several of the same problems that we found with Divinity, like the mm-hmm. inventory issue. You got so much stuff, you got to go through inventory all the time. You do, but it didn't. It didn't weigh down the gameplay session. No, uh, anywhere near as much as the Divinity inventory shuffling. 
Yeah, to. yeah, the interface is much more slick. And again, something they fixed in number two is that when you replace your gun, it does the mod replacement for you. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I think it's something... Mm, something along something those lines. Blind. It makes that whole like, oh, I've got mods, now I need to put yeah. them on my new gun. I need to take them off my old gun mm-hmm. and put them on my new, new gun. gun. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, it's it's way, way slicker. And it's more obvious, I guess, too, like what's good and what... I don't feel it's such a drag... Yeah, uh, maybe that's because you've only got one character. The gear you're not trying to look for yes. two different stats for different. Yes, that's you know, true. And what have they got again? And you know, yeah. so that's a little bit easier. But yeah, um, I it was but, a lot of fun. I yeah, enjoyed it. The whole looting system is really good, actually. Yeah, the way it works, um, and lights that way it lights up on the mini map makes yeah. it really easy to find. Yeah. There's no messing yeah. around. It's a very good user interface. Yeah, definitely. And I felt like at the start of the session. Apart from that, like every, all of us had forgotten how to play the game. Yes, and what all so, the controls uh, were. Can we shout out to uh, Pete from Pedromos? He made a journey across the uh, the void. He did to come and uh, play with us. Uh, that was great. Uh, so I had a three man crew running around, and uh, oh, what was I going with that? I thought I was going to get there, and I looped back around. And you looked back and anymore. you forgot it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Um, lights. He said something about lights. Oh, just the yeah, the loot lights up. I mean, oh, yes. yeah, yeah. And then we didn't. Then so we didn't know what we we're doing. Beacons, yeah. Yes. And we died quite a few times at the start. There, I think. we did. But then we got the hang of it. Yes. And we only died when we got ganked. We got swamped by three gangs at one point. Yeah, oh, that was that was that was great actually. Because like, yeah, it's so funny. Like, I'm looking this way, and then Pete goes down and starts crawling towards another group that he doesn't see over yeah. on the right. He's like, <laughs> you know, focus on here. Oh wait, that's there. I'm like, oh Pete, don't go over there. Come back to me. All the meanwhile, behind me, yeah. you're shooting at another gang that's come up from behind yeah. completely randomly. Yeah. And it's like, what is going on I'm here? going, I can see all these guys. How come I'm dying? Okay. Yeah. Oh, they're behind me. Behind me, yeah. Oh, you guys are all dead as well. Yeah. Okay. It's got that really good, you got to be situationally aware. Yes, you, you, you might do. feel like you're safe, but very quickly- mm, you're, you're not. Can, you're not. Yes. You know, they get behind your cover, they flank you. But then we did the same thing on that, um, the water, activate the water- pressure balance the water pressure mission and we triangulated them and got them they yes. were running out into the middle of so they thought they were undercover yep and they then were no, not. sorry you're they not undercover not. and yep. then they stand up and they get knocked around ah! uh, so that worked it works well in reverse as well it does it, which yeah. is good uh, I think it's that gameplay loop is very satisfying yes so there's a reason to not just all stand under the same piece of cover and shoot at them Yes. To actually go and flank them and all yep. that stuff. Yeah. And because they come through all different doors as well, you can't even feel safe in what yeah. you have. You have to constantly keep thinking about where the other two people are. Are they going to keep getting cover fire while you run and reposition across the like way? Like I from tried to did. do with that sniper. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> you did that <laughs> massive charge outside. We're standing back in the, in the building, sitting out over the reception <laughs> desk, and Tony goes, ah. <laughs> going for it. I'm going to kill the sniper only to find out that there were actually two snipers yes. and the second sniper killed me. It did. It did. I didn't see it either though. But still, yeah, I revealed the second sniper. You so did. You it did. achieved something. Yeah, that's it. That's My it. death was not in vain. <laughs> I think we revived you, so it's okay. You did. If yeah. you don't fully die, then that's fine. Yeah. That doesn't count. That definitely doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, and I think like from the start of our play session to our end, I feel like we got we all got new guns and things yes. and I felt like mine certainly got more powerful as well, which yep. is really nice. I felt like you know, it was an upgrade. An upgrade, which yeah. is a so noticeable, rare. Upgrade. noticeable upgrade. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, those yellow guys, though, with the extra armor and stuff, they just take a pounding. Yes. It's definitely very bullet spongy. 
Yeah, but I like that. I didn't like the sniper rifles not killing them with one headshot. That really bothered me. Because <sighs> you get a good position yeah. and you got a nice, clean headshot, and they've still got two thirds of their health left. And so, yep. yeah, single shot sniper rifle suddenly doesn't like that good an option. It's just a bit boring, then, isn't it? When you got to constantly keep. Yeah, you got shooting them, and then multiple. they suddenly they immediately know where you are. Yeah, so then you've got to worry about them shooting back at you while you're yep. trying to line them back up for another headshot. Yeah, so I ended I up shooting from the hip with a sniper rifle after the first headshot. <laughs> so I just got rid of it and put back an assault rifle. Yeah, in. I much prefer the um single like a single shot assault rifle, like right. the scar, just because yeah. you get um that. Longer distance accuracy, yeah. Um, fairly fast fire rate because you have to hit them multiple times anyway. So you want yeah. something that can just go bang, yeah, bang, yeah. bang, bang, yeah, you know, exactly. And sort of. So why bother with a single shot sniper rifle? Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's some perks or some mods yeah, to um, get it up high enough yeah. where it would be. But I feel like the game's not like I think if it's you not single shot like that, yeah. I feel like if that's if that was possible, that's you all everyone would ever run. Yeah, you know. So you have to nerf yeah. it, sort of thing. Feels like yeah. one of those situations. Uh, what other stupid things did we do? Oh, a couple of charges. So many. Use so many grenades. Yes. So many. So oh, many yeah, it was amusing when I couldn't work out how to throw the grenade. <laughs> and I'm running around with the grenade in my hand. How do I throw it? How do I throw it? You pressed the fire button. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Oh, it's on my feet. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so obvious. So obvious. They're just not used to that mechanic in games. Usually it's you hold down the trigger button and let it go and it throws it. Yes, it is very different. Yeah. But I do actually like the way this one works. I think it's a better yes. solution yes. for it because you can kind of hide again and go back in and try to throw it again without having to sort of like... Yeah. It's almost like you equip it as it does, a gun. Yeah, it does have a very good interface. I found the interface very good. Except for whatever that number is underneath the ammo counter. I still don't yes. know what that is. in the heads-up display... Yes. Uh you got your ammo clip, and then you got your full ammo, and then underneath there's another number, and it went up, and, and it went, went down, down <laughs> and I have no idea why. <laughs> what it was indicating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, oh, I could probably look it up online, but where's the fun that? Yeah. I'll work it out eventually, or someone yeah. will tell me yeah. what's going on. But certainly, uh, the other thing I noticed was it, it's so much fun. It's still so much fun without really having any clue what's going on when, going on in the story. Yeah, I have no clue on the story. And that's no. maybe why I get a bit. Like with the telephones and stuff like that, I'm like, I don't, yeah, have any. I have a vague really notion of what happens. All you need to know is that the world's gone into complete collapse. Yeah, and people and are trying to defend themselves. So that's why I find the telephones interesting. Yeah, they're they're not bad. The tele- probably the telephones are probably the most interesting one because they're a little standalone story yeah. disconnected from everything else. But like the echoes and stuff like that, where they actually are telling you yeah, like an ongoing story. ongoing story and stuff. Yeah. I'm like. Uh, but the one we saw where, like, the prisoner got the grenade and yes. or something like that and then- No, the police officers. Oh, they just grenaded they all just the prisoners. They just threw the grenade into wanna... the jail cell because they, yeah. they didn't want to do the paperwork for the prisoners or whatever, whatever it's called. That's... Process. They didn't want to process the prisoners. prisoners. So they just blew them up. Oh. That was dark. Oh, that was very dark. Yes. But that's I like the echoes. Yeah. I think they're good. Okay. Maybe I'm being- And, of unfair. course, you collect enough of the all, all the things and you unlock that dossier and you get a perk. An in-game perk for collecting enough of the certain things. Hmm. Did not know this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now I care yeah. more about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's tough for yeah. a completionist. There's so many things to collect. There's heaps. The down drones, the mobile phones, the echoes, the dossiers on the first wave division agents. Oh God. Yeah. There's so many things. Yes. That's good. I liked it. I give it. Give it the thumbs up. It was good fun. 
Considering it's an old game now too. It doesn't look like an old game. It looks still no. pretty good. Yeah, it's very smooth. The yeah. movement is very smooth. It actually runs a little bit better. Since and I, I never found it. I died because I was fighting the game controls. Oh, yeah. I only ever sure. died because I was were doing dumb stuff. The games can game controls themselves never actually killed me. Like I never didn't get undercover when I wanted to get undercover, and I never didn't Darn. swap my gun when I wanted to swap my gun, and I. You know, all those things that annoy you so much when you die, when you're trying to do something. Yep. And the yep. game's controls aren't letting you do it. Yeah. This one, the controls are very well very worked nice. out. Very nice on that front. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so we're going to try to keep plowing some divis- division, yeah. finish that up. Um, I don't know why we should finish it up because, like, we don't really care about the story. No. I know what's going on. So no. I don't know what... We just I don't know what finishing... Getting to the level cap. That's probably finishing it up. Oh, I Getting some so. of those uh, golden guns... Whatever that top tier yeah. of weapon is. Because I haven't even got the third tier yet. I've only got the first and second tier so far. Yeah. Or well, third and first, second, and third, if you count. Basic equipment as the first tier. So yeah. white, blue, and green. green. White, white, green, and blue. That's all I've got so far. Right. No purple and definitely no yellow. No yellows. Yeah, I think I need a yellow gun before I consider beating it. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. Level cup, I don't know how long that will take. We didn't go up very many levels last night. No. But I don't know that we were. Sort of using our time in the most experienced point. Yeah, optimal way. Optimal way, that's the word I'm looking for, optimal way. No, we're just kind of randomly going around having fun. Yeah. Huh? Oh, well, a couple more weeks at least, I think, yes. of this, and then we'll find something new. Yeah, to think to, to play. Play. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, so, what else has been on the radar? What so, else? The only other thing I've been doing is Pathfinder Kingmaker still. Uh, yep, yep. And it's done it to me again. What? Uh, wait, so two choices? That anybody's like- going to play this game, I recommend keeping a lot of save points. Yeah. Keep keep a lot of save points because the game really doesn't tell you all this hidden stuff uh, okay. that's going on. You only discover it after it's too late. Yeah. Yep. So the troll invasions. Troll invasions. The troll invasions. Okay. I found the this wizard. I had to find a wizard. So, okay. So firstly, I've got the kingdom mini game. Where oh. you manage to build up your kingdom. Yep. And in order to increase your kingdom stats, you've got to spend two weeks with your main character going around politicking in the kingdom with people to get really? your stats to go up. What, like just conversations? Two stuff? weeks of in No, you don't need to do anything. You just choose it as a thing. Oh. And oh. two weeks oh. of in-game time pass. Okay. But, of course, two weeks of in-game time pass, and it doesn't tell you that all of your critical path quests are now going to be two weeks further into it. <sighs> so then when I went to go and try and find the hermit, his whole place had been invaded by trolls. And so that whole quest failed. So quest failed, didn't get to any of the story, didn't get any of his equipment that he sells. I don't know that I would have tweaked on that either. Like, So then I went back to the save before I spent the two weeks and left my kingdom unupgraded yeah. and went straight to visit the hermit. And he's got all this stuff for sale oh. and it's all this conversation stuff. And you can actually even recruit him as an advisor for your kingdom. So, yeah, that was, that was all hidden. So it tells you stuff. It gives you – so there's an in-game calendar that you can clearly see. There's yep. a, like a calendar up the top of the screen. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. But it's not in calendar format. It's in like a sundial format. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So it's not It's not intuitive for you to track ongoing time. It's only intuitive for you to track night and day on each individual day. Okay. And so you, you get these quests like go and rescue the hermit, but it doesn't tell you how long you've got to go and rescue the hermit. And it doesn't like have a calendar that you calendar interface that you can go and say you got this quest fourteen days ago. 
And then you realise, well, actually, 14 days to leave a hermit out in the woods is actually quite a long time. Well, he's a hermit. He lives by himself anyway. Yeah. I don't know that's that long. But they could have they could have improved the interface to give you an indication. So the biggest difference between this game and every other RPG in existence yeah. is they want you to play the critical path quest as soon as you can. Right. Play the critical path as soon as possible because yep. nothing moves on in the game from you completing quests. It only moves on in the game from the calendar progressing. Yep. Right. So, yeah, that's come back to bite me again. Mm-hmm. So if you rescue the hermit and then you spend two weeks on Christian Kingdom stats, yep. everybody's happy. Yeah. Because you've already rescued the hermit and the trolls aren't going to invade and kill the hermit. So all sorts of stuff like that. So, yeah, I've gone back. I've wasted – I've probably spent three times as many hours playing this game as I needed to. Because you've just have felt you have to go back to I've, make different choices? Yes. Are you supposed to just make bad choices and just play the game again? Is that more what it's getting at? Is that what you're supposed to, is that like what the developers? But there was no indication that the trolls had invaded because it took too long to get there. I don't like, it doesn't matter. I don't like the idea that you have to know yeah. about it. Like The game is certainly more enjoyable and better if you know what's coming up. Yeah. It's 100%. You cannot argue with that. I challenge anybody to argue with that. The game is more fun if you know, if you know what the consequences of your choices are going to be with the in-game effects. It's much more engaging we have that that dilemma choice then because the choices could be like you if you don't spend two weeks well like maybe the choice is something like your kingdoms to start it off right yeah. the hermit needs to be gone gone and gotten yeah. and made safe because we think there's a troll invasion in the area coming, coming yeah. at some point in the future you don't know how long no. but there is we with reports of trolls in the area but if you don't powwow now Powerful people might leave the city. Yeah, you know. And now I've got a choice: Do I want to risk the, hermit the troll? Killed by trolls. You know, and go, yeah, do I, I sacrifice my kingdom for the hermit? A choice. Yeah, it doesn't give you enough. It doesn't give you enough information to know what the choices you're actually yeah. making are. It's it's, it's, about, it's come back to that same thing: the Manticore. You yes. don't know it's a Manticore until you're already in the fight. It's yes. too late to make a decision. You've taken yes. that away from me. You don't know that it's a Manticore that's going to eat your face off. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, something to be aware of. Yes, and I've just got to the interesting magical items, so suddenly the magical items are much more interesting than they were before, oh, so good. that's good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Everyone loves magic items. Yes, and they should be interesting. They shouldn't just be boring parts one. Yes. They should be the Troll Reaper Great Axe. Oh. Which is specifically designed to kill trolls. Nice. Which is quite good when this whole chapter is about the troll invasion. Yeah. So it's a perfectly adequate magic item to find. As yes. long as you can equip it because it's for your, one of your characters. Well, you can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of characters that can use it. So, that's okay, so yeah, that's the good. game's still entertaining, yep. but I'm yep. still finding it suffers from a, a precognition issue. You really need to know what's coming up yeah. to enjoy it yeah. to its maximum effect. Yep, yep. And it's up, I like this time aspect. Like this, um, yeah, it's a great, it's a great mechanic, and I really like, like the mechanic. Calendar. But it would be much better if it was actually like a calendar, literally a calendar format. Yeah, and it was putting markers on the calendar for you, so you had this far more visual reminder of of what your time frames were and what what all the things you were trying to do, how long you had to do all of them, and when they thought things might go sideways. And that would be a much better interface than the one that they've given you. You've got to agree. Yeah, 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 Still fun, but if you're going to play it, keep lots of saves. Keep lots of saves. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Get ready to roll back or yeah. play it many times and learn. Yeah, or play it many times, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm presuming it's the same. It's a fixed story. Yeah, it's a fixed story. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can learn it all. Yeah. 
Fair enough. You know what isn't a fixed story? Yes, I don't think so. Surviving Mars. Might be, yeah. Surviving Mars, yeah. I think I just trolled myself with that whole opening statement. You did. That was a terrible segue. You look in your face. You are just completely well, confused now. Yeah, because I've been in the war, right? Uh, last last time we spoke, Earth was still fighting. Earth was still at and, war. Um, I had plenty of food. You could give them free minerals to convince them to stop fighting each other. Yes, which I was doing, much as it hurt my pocketbook. Um, and then, oh, that's right. I was on the verge of collapse because I was running out of electronic supplies. Yes, yes. That that situation exacerbated because when the drone commander thing stopped working, then water got shut off um, because they couldn't be repaired. And then when water shuts off, people started dying of dehydration. Yeah, and uh, it was a lot of people died of dehydration. <laughs> this can't be around the bush. A lot of people. Yeah, that was really what what did it in the end was the. The breakdowns. I got hit by a couple of um, uh, meteors at the same time during this yeah. phase of like ugh, war tensions bad, war tensions bad, and getting worse and getting worse. I got to like fifty eight percent tensions, um, and then they said, "Oh, we're gonna because everything's so bad, we're gonna let you no, we're gonna make you take a hundred refugees, oh. which was handy because people have been dying, dying of, yeah, dehydration. of dehydration." Uh I also at this time worked out how to um, potentially deal with renegades. Uh, I tried a solution anyway. You basically set a dome up to only allow renegades in, and then once they're all in there, you gas them or you turn off, turn off the dome and you <laughs> suffocate them all to death. <laughs> so meantime, I'm like murdering Why renegades. Why did I see that coming? <laughs> oh, that's like the lottery win for all the bikies. Yeah. Congratulations, you won the lottery. Come and collect your prize. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Your renegades. prize is you get arrested. Boom, renegades. Did gas. How do oh, they not gas. see yeah, that coming? That's classic. Yeah. Uh, so I killed off a lot of my colonists that way as well. So some of them died of asphyxiation. Yeah. I really thought this wasn't going to work because I, th- I was – the place was really starting to shut down. I managed to pull a couple of drop pods in with mobile – Command centers, oh, yes, because they don't require any upkeep, you just drive them around. So, I got yeah. a couple of those, which was lucky. A couple of meteor showers, and um, all of a sudden, it's uh, oh, if we get a large supply of resources, we'll they will drastically reduce war tensions because things are like you know, people are sick of the war, kind oh, of thing, you know? of course, yeah. So, they send five rockets. One asking for 200 metal, food, polymer, machine parts, and uh, electronics. So one yep. of every type of the resource in the game. I'm like, I ain't got no electronics, machine yeah. parts, or polymer. That's <laughs> That ship has sailed, Forget my friend. Those <laughs> I do have a lot of food, though. <laughs> so you loaded all of them up with food. All the food that I took from Earth in the first place <laughs> from the colonists. The aforementioned colonists are now like, dying by the droves. Um, and the metals. I had lots of metal stockpiled already so i loaded up i've got no drones to load the food yeah, yeah. into the thing it's, it's been this whole like thing of like just trying to like keep this stack <laughs> of cards from falling down bring all the rovers over start loading up food get one rocket off it drops it from like 58 or maybe it was at 60 by this point down to like two percent so no. i almost got rid of like all of oh, it wow. with one rocket yeah. But the problem is, every time a colonist dies, the war tensions go up a little bit because they start losing faith in the Mars uh, mission. So every time someone dies, <laughs> it makes the problem worse. Uh, oh, and so I finally get the last metal. It shoots off and war tensions go to zero. 
I can then order in machine parts and electronics, which I do yep. immediately. And then uh, so fun to watch, like as they unload the first bit of electronics that fix the, fixes the first drone. Yep. So the first drone then goes around and fixes other drones. And then yep. as the supplies start to move out to all yeah. the different depots and things, a whole like base has to come alive. Yeah. And then I start to notice that like a lot of stuff isn't working anymore. <laughs> and I look at my colonists and I have like 30 colonists left. I had, I think I had like 300 at, at the start <laughs> or something like that. Like I had a lot, a, a triple digits worth of colonists down to double digits worth of colonists. Like, oh, this is not good. And then I go and check the recruit list, which has be- until now been full. Yeah. It's empty, empty. Tony, because every time a colonist dies, you lose two potential recruits <laughs> off the list. So uh, at the moment, I have a functioning base. And nobody in it. Nobody in it. <laughs> you need to start the Android life form. Yeah, yeah, that's it, eh? The yeah, great just full robots. Robot Mars mission. Yeah. So I start turning off, turning off uh, domes again to yes. save resources yes. and things, and have to start to like repopulate them up. Um, I really shouldn't have murdered those renegades. The, the supplies <laughs> I was stealing wasn't that bad. I actually went and looked up online, and apparently the best thing to do with the renegades is to do what I did, like put preferred renegade yeah. on, but do it on your mining facilities way out, whoop whoop, where uh, what, what they can't really just give them the bare minimum yeah. what they need to be sane, and let them mine, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, and that's what you do with them. They can't so, do any damage. Yeah, that's it. So you just put you put the filters on to block renegade trait yeah. on on all your good domes where all your resources are, and then yeah. just leave them out there with the trash. You know, um, make sure the material the materials kit yeah. sent away. Send them out to Salisbury. Yeah, effectively, I mean, I'm not <laughs> I'm not equating Salisbury with my renegade colonies on Mars. <laughs> leave the listener to draw their own conclusions. <laughs> the undesirables. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, at the moment. So now I've got like re- a little bit of resources. I've got things, but I've got no people. You got no people. And every time someone dies or suicides, I lose. You need some to build a Waka Waka Dome. Waka Waka Dome? Yeah, Waka 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 Waka. The, the Waka music and the incense and the furry oh, pillows. Pillows and yeah, really, and yeah. Barry White. Yes. Piping in over the. That would AV definitely get system. the tourists coming back, wouldn't it? It would. Yes. Yeah. That would be, yeah, that would be, f- you can kind of create like a, a pleasure dome kind of thing. There's like hotels and casinos. You can make your little own like um uh, like Las Vegas kind of okay. dome kind of yeah. thing. Uh, it's not like too far off the mark. Um, I did build a, I built the thing that I wanted to build when I built the nuclear reactor, nuclear fusion yes, reactor. Like, yes. um, and it's an actual like um, sun. Oh, oh, actually that was, that's right. This is, this is, okay. This is where I critically critically messed up right <laughs> i've had water problems yes before right so i finally unlock the the artificial sun yeah so it's basically nuclear fusion creates sun um produces tons of power yeah um doesn't require any people uh-huh. consumes an enormous amount of water on startup <laughs> like a thousand liters of water yeah i did not have enough water facilities set up to fill up this thing to get it started. I really should have built, I should have researched large water tanks, yes. filled the large water tanks up, got deep water mining yeah. and did that first. I did not do any of those things. <laughs> and a lot of colonists died, Tony. <laughs> As the sun drained up all the water. Yeah, it, it just sucked it all out. And what I didn't realize is how the 
water flow system works. So the the renegades over in the mining colonies got the short end of the stick and definitely dr- like uh, dehydrated first because yeah. they're the furthest away yeah. from where the water source was. Um, yeah, and I didn't. I tried to be. I, I built the. This is all like it just again ramifications because I was in the time of like of the dark times with war on Earth. <laughs> I didn't build like five water extractors to sort of if if demand came up, yeah. they could all turn online and produce a lot of water because they just turn off when they don't need it yeah. anymore. I only had two, and I didn't like fully put that together, and I didn't quite realize just how bad you got to have positive water all the time, otherwise yeah. it. Yeah, not good. Not good at all. Dying. Dying. Lots of dying. So now I've got this amazing artificial <laughs> sun. It keeps the solar panels working like all the time because it produces light. So the solar mm. panels just work all day, all day and night, which is pretty cool. Uh, but no one to use it. <laughs> <laughs> you need batteries. Lots and lots of batteries. Yeah, I didn't need to research the batteries as well. Uh, and yeah. making all this power. Now when you get people... They can use up all the power. Yeah, I need to build a second one of these things, and as well, it took, took a lot of resources. So I don't. I'm not really. I think I can come back from where I am. I you just need to gone wait. over the edge yet. Yeah, You're I need balancing to, on the knife edge. Knife edge, yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely made so many mistakes in my build, though. So many mistakes. Anyway, that's um. We'll see. The, 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 I, I was really surprised that I managed to get through it. Yes. Like I was very, I guess if I didn't have that stockpile of metals, you wouldn't have. And the stockpile of full, I would have, would have definitely failed because I wouldn't do. It, just had nothing else to do. It was it was even the like the last few bricks of metal went in that uh, thing, and I'm like, come on, come on, I need to order it. <laughs> and like it was, yeah, it was very touch and go, very touch and go. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that's surviving Mars. The the um, the ongoing saga, saga of surviving Mars. I played um, Eldritch, uh, Sundered, Eldritch Edition. Oh, yes. Played a bit more of that. Yeah. Continues to be amazing. Um, added another, got two new movement abilities. For a game that's already got amazing movement in it and very like free range, I got a dash a little while ago, just a straight like jump, you dash forward. This new one consumes your energy bar, but you can just teleport any direction you want. So you can just go teleport, teleport, just straight up in the air and just go as high as you can with oh, like wow. five energy. How many? How much energy do you have? Yeah. You can just do circles, teleport around in circles, just you know, for if a long energy to. if you want. Like I've never played a game. I can't think of anything that's like that has an ability like this, yeah. where it's literally like so. It makes sense because in, in the next area, there's huge expanses of gaps in the in the in the area. It's not yeah. a contiguous thing anymore. It's now heaps of open space. So yeah. I ran, jumped, did teleport, teleport like as far as I cro- could across, yeah. and then just floated down and made it to a new area. Just like this huge jump, so much fun. Getting around is fun. You need to attack something. You can just teleport up to it. There's no need to make like lots of little complicated jumps while you're under attack and yeah. stuff. You can just do, 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 up the top, uh, and then added a um like a wall running ability, like well a, a wall climbing ability. As long as you run onto a ninety degree surface yeah. from the ground, you just run straight up it. You just keep running. Just keep running. That's so handy, so handy. And so to compensate, they made the this third of the of the dungeon bigger with big open circular. spaces. Yeah. So it continues to be fun. Continue. Just, I'm not like devouring it i'm trying to like just savor it bite-sized chunks bite-sized chunks just little bits mm, delicious 
Yes. Um, mostly, I don't actually know. It's because I die and I go, oh, screw this, I'm out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just falling into an unknown pit. Like, what's down here? Oh, death. Okay, never mind. Then I'll just play something else. <laughs> uh, the last thing I'll be playing, just to jump on the bandwagon, New World. That's the one with a Spanish helmet, Conquistador helmet, isn't it? Yes, it does have that. Yes, yes it's got a, yes. um, a middle middle middle. Oh. A renaissance. Re- that's probably a better word yeah, for it. Renaissance, renaissance feel. Um, feel to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, uh, thumbs up so far. Okay. You know? Um, so, MMO, one fixed price of $57, mm-hmm. no subs. Oh. Wow. Cosmetic store, yes, got yeah. that with the whole, you know, whatever. I don't know what the prices are. They're probably ridiculous. Haven't even looked. Um so that was enough. Well, that wasn't enough to get me in because I already knew that stuff. It wasn't until like the last person in our friends group said, oh, I'm playing New World. I'm like, if I don't uh, play it, I'm just not going to play with anyone for ages now. So on the bandwagon I got. Uh, Big group pressure. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Let's just be honest. Um, that said though, uh, I do like that it's an action RPG. So there's no tab targeting, no numbers crunching yeah. to do. That's a nice... Uh, breath of fresh air. I'm having trouble with my idioms today. Yes. It reminds me more of a survival game than like a World of Warcraft MMO. Okay. I definitely feel like I'm playing, yeah, like a Conan or a or something like that because uh, it's a few reasons. Um, one is like the PvP aspect of it. Like they really, in all aspects of the game, PvP is a part of it. They've tried to do everything they can to sort of make it PvP um, encouraging kind of thing. Even okay. though you don't have to turn it on and they have PvE content, they've definitely like baked it into a lot of the game. Um, I mean, it's good or bad, I suppose. Uh, but like the way the, the when you mine a node, you don't get one piece of ore. You get 14 pieces of ore. You know, like you get chunks of materials. Yeah. Uh, your stacks, your, everything's based on weight. So you, no, there's no slot limit. It's just a, okay, a yeah. weight limit to be yeah. able to pick up stuff. Uh, and then the crafting in the same vein is uh, kind of straightforward. You take ore and you smelt it into iron bars. And if you want to make an iron sword, you need you know a bit of wood, two iron bars. And if you want to have uh, a stat on it, like intelligence, on a, on a sword, that would be not so great. Probably like dexterity or strength. Yeah. Then you find or get a drop of the particular reagent that you need yeah. slap that in there and then it gives you a random roll of that particular stat there's no, and there's I think there's uh, gems and stuff you can add to it as well there's um, Azoth Azoth you can use to increase the percentage chance of it being a god roll or being a good roll at least mm-hmm. anyway so you yeah. have like, a, a way to manipulate the, yeah, the RNG, RNG which is nice too yeah. which all feels although it's got MMO bent on it feels very survival it's yeah. going around collecting a whole bunch of resources to then process through yeah. and then make a bunch of stuff with it. So, um, so you, you you can feel like um, you can just make a whole bunch of swords to like level something up, which is really nice. Which I feel like it's not different to um, certainly different than uh, like Star Wars or um, Final Fantasy crafting uh, a long way. Um, and you make usable pieces of gear. So, yeah. like, quite a few pieces that I'm wearing at the moment weren't made by me, but made by other people in the company. Yeah. Where they were like, I need to level up this skill. What do we need? Oh, you need this? Here, let me just... Yeah, let me make it. Oh, I got I got a good, you know, um, ice gauntlet with intelligence. Here, you have that. 
kind of thing. So, like, that's nice when other people can make your piece of gear that you can actually use. It didn't come from some locked away dungeon or anything like that. It was just, I mean, we're still leveling, but that's fine. You're moving through gear quickly. Um, That's good. Uh, The other differences from other games that I've played, the PvP angle, right? They have regions. So, the map is broken up into a dozen regions. A region can be captured by a company from one of the three factions. Uh, we're in the green faction. Purple is the worst faction and no one cares about yellow. <laughs> On our server, at least anyway. That seems to be the way, way it goes. Um, and so a company goes into a territory, into a, into a region, and does a bunch of quests to build up reputation and then they take over that, that yep. particular region. And then... Uh, an opposing faction company does the same thing, builds up enough reputation where they can declare war. Yeah. You have a 50 versus 50 match. The company in charge of each of the sides of this particular war pick who they want to take from the sign-up sheets yeah. and then you fight. And if the opposing team attacks through your defenses and breaches the gates, they take over the, the region. Which brings us to the final part is why do you want to do this? Mm. Taxes, Tony. Taxes is why you do it. There's uh, a fee for crafting, a fee for selling on the trading post, and property taxes. So you can set a percentage based on each of those three aspects. Yep. And then anyone uh, you know, doing those activities, regardless of who they are, pays money to the company that owns the region. They are also responsible for upkeep of the town and region, which they don't do, they lose. Upgrading all the benches from like tier one to at least four I've seen so far. So while they take taxes, they've also got to contribute yeah, back yeah. and make the town better Put as stuff well. Back into the community. Yeah, yeah. And so if you're not doing a good job of that, then people won't sign up for your war to come and fight necessarily either. You know, there, there's a whole dynamic there from that about how you control. It means you can't control all the regions either necessarily because yeah. uh, it would take a lot of upkeep. You need other companies to also do that as well. Um, and then. Another little wrinkle to this whole thing is like, oh, well, I wouldn't use a, a town that's not part of my faction's region. Your storage, all of your like your bank only works in that one region. Yeah. If you want to take your stuff to a different settlement uh, in a different region, you hoik it on your back yeah. and you walk, walk it down to the other one. Yeah. Or you fast travel, Okay. Fast traveling gets more expensive the heavier you you are, whether you're traveling in or out of a controlled region or if it's your region. Um, And it's a capped supply. You you can have a maximum of 1,000 Azoth. You get a lot from questing because you're bouncing around a lot for questing, so they give you a lot. But you don't get much outside of that sort of game. It's a fairly rare resource. Remember I said something before, you can put a resource in to up your chances for gears? It's Azoth. So, do you want to craft better things with a better chance yeah. or do you want to fast travel, Tony? Make yeah. your choice. And part of this all comes back into forcing you into PvP. Yeah. When you're running around in the world, if you turn PvP on, you get better XP rates and gathering rates and all that sort of stuff. But then that puts you in conflict yeah. with other people in the open world. Uh, so, I feel like they've got a cool little mini mechanic, war mechanic yeah. going on. I wonder, which is like where, where the Marauders with the green crew. The purple crew, I think, has more people in it overall. Uh, And the yellow has the the least amount of people in it. Um, Just by judging by how many 
things I see about people's heads, whether it's yeah. green, you know. So it's only could be complete, you know, a preference or bias yeah, on yeah, my behalf. Yeah. Um, purple also have the most amount of territories at the moment as well, which makes me think maybe they do have the most amount of people. Yeah. At what point does bandwagging become a problem? Yeah. Yeah. And then just takes that whole mechanic dies because yeah, it's it's only everyone if everyone's purple. on purple, you do get apparently you get better bonuses being in an underdog faction. I don't know if that's enough enough to push people around. It'll be only time will tell. Yeah, you know maybe some people just want to be in a different faction because they don't they want to be the underdog and they want to you know yeah something like that. Not sure. You got to think it's the game would be better if you had three even ish factions because you'd have more battles and wars. If yes. you own the whole map, you have no no wars yeah, anymore. No conflict. Yeah. yeah. So that would be a loss. So yeah, that would encourage people to at least go and do a little bit. Maybe that's enough to keep it interesting. Not sure. Uh, nice shared XP, shared loot stuff. As long as you're in the group and you're close enough by, you get a little bit of something every mm -hmm. time you do it. All the weapons level up on their own XP bar. Like The more you use the weapon, the more it is. You haven't got to kill anything. Just if you use your ice gauntlet, then switch to your rapier and do a bit of damage with that, then it counts for both get XP okay, yeah. for the kill as well, which is nice. Uh, so it's it, it feels really slick and really friendly. Apart from like the like the intentional things like fast traveling, where it's like yeah. a hard limit because they want you to walk yes. in the world and fight people in the world yes. while you're in PvP. Like that's the point. Yeah. So that makes sense for that limitation. But everything else feels really slick. And what easy. do you lose in when you die in PvP? Nothing. You just lose. Uh, no, um, uh, you don't lose anything. But your all all your equipment, including all the equipment in your bag, yeah, take damage. damage. Yeah. yeah. So that that's your penalty. Penalty. Yeah. Um, you need repair kits to re to repair your gear, and you get repair kits by salvaging gear. Yeah. So it makes this really easy um, decision. It's like, is this a weapon that I want to use? And if I don't, I can. Sell on the training posts, yeah. which are also only, um, you know, region locked as well, yeah. kind of thing. Um, I can keep it for some for an alt or some other purpose. I want to keep it, I guess, or I can salvage it. And so most of the time, you just like salvage, 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 yeah. salvage, and you get a whole bunch of repair kits from that and keep that gear coming through. Okay. Um, all the quests give you gear boxes that you open. When you have got multiple gear boxes, when you open one, you click next and it opens the next gear box. Oh, that's good. A little bit loot boxy. Yeah. Uh, when you craft, it also goes to like a full screen thing of like, this is what you crafted and this is how much uh, you got. And then you got to press, press a button to go back and craft the next thing. Oh, yeah. That's annoying. But you can like craft 10 swords at once. Okay. So, I'm a bit- Trade-offs. Trade-offs, you know. It, you, yeah. I said weight, no no inventory like messing around. It's just straight up weight. Yeah. You get over encumbered and you can't walk. You got to drop the stuff yeah. on the ground. Or you salvage up all the gear that you've been collecting and haven't salvaged yeah. for ages, yep. kind of thing. Uh, got to fight over nodes, like all the harvesting nodes and things like that. Uh, you do it and you level it up. Like it's like nine or more different uh, crafting or uh, gathering skill, fishing skill trees. You know, kind of you can do. You know, all the sort of stuff. Okay. You just collect everything. There's little nodes in the towns for you to collect as well. Like there's a there's a Fiber wagon and a honey wagon, a honey, honey badger, honey badger. No, <laughs> beehive, a beehive, a beehive. I don't, That's to, what a honey badger uh, you, is. You get honey honey from wagon. the beehive. You get honey from the honey wagon. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Bees exactly live in the right. honey wagon. They do. They do. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, uh, honey. Um, I don't know. If there's a minerals one. There's a cow to milk. 
there's wells and stuff. So if you're in a fact, if you're in your faction's town, yep. then all those resources are available to yep. you to take as well, kind of thing, which is nice. Yeah, uh, I think it's just an interesting take on the genre. I think time will tell whether it actually has staying power. Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, I think there'll always be a uh, whether whether it devolves into just being people that are really good at it, and that's yeah, you know, will there be? just a bunch of high levels ganking a bunch of low level people if you want to PvP at low levels or will you be able to enjoy the game leveling up in the yeah. future or not? It's going to be interesting whether the whole faction thing works out or yeah. not. Um, yeah, but so far, I don't know, I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to going back and, and doing some more quests and things, you know, um, uh, and, uh, you know, doing a dungeon as well. So I think I just unlocked the dungeon with a main story quest. So okay. I got five person... A dungeon yeah. to do PvE one, yeah. which is good. Then some PvP didn't do much. It was a bit useless because I was so much low level than everyone else. It's sort of yeah. like I got crushed, and I was like, ah, oh, that was that was a waste of time. Was, yeah, pretty much. I did get one point. I was able to like stand up high and just like shoot a goon down below with arrows, <laughs> which wasn't bad. And then they ran up the top and killed me. And I'm like, ah, oh. no fall damage in this game. Oh, okay. Well, it has fall damage, but so far nobody has died from jumping off something. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Like. You just wait down the bottom of a big jump and wait for someone to jump and then you kill them when they've got no health. Maybe that's why they haven't done it. Mm. Because the land's got a fair bit of verticality to it. Like there's lots of mountains and things in it. That's interesting. Uh, like I said, the last thing worth mentioning is like it has a dodge mechanic. So it makes it more on that action RPG okay, thing when you've got to yeah. dodge incoming attacks. attacks and things like yeah. that. It certainly ups the... Yeah, more action-y than an MMO for yeah. sure. Yeah. I guess it makes it more skill-based as well. Yeah. Uh, New World, I'll bring you another update next next time. Next episode. Uh, more Division. Yep. More Pathmaker. Pathmaker Kingfinder. Damn it. <laughs> Until next time. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.